In today's Conquering Codependency, God's way, keeping the door shut on your past oppression of codependency. Ready? Let's do this. Hey there, I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries, and I want to give you a big welcome to our YouTube channel and the Live Treasured podcast, where we teach you those timeless biblical truths that can heal soul hurts. And one soul hurt that I'm super passionate about teaching on is the topic of codependency. And that's because for years, I struggled with this coping mechanism and I didn't even know uh, that that's what my struggle was. Um, and I am not a psychiatrist. I'm not an expert theologian. Uh, I don't have my seminary degree, but I am a girl that God used his living word to transform my life and break me free and keep me free from the awful trap of codependency. And today, what I want to talk to you about uh, is closing the door completely on your past oppression of codependency. You know, we all have coping mechanisms and whether or not your coping mechanism is codependency or not, uh, this teaching can really apply to any area uh, of bondage in your life that used to harness you and keep you from walking in uh, your freedom in Christ. And I always say that codependency is simply a lack of God dependency. And the Bible calls it idolatry uh, of man. And so in the past, we lived putting God first. We lived pleasing people. And oftentimes this flew right under the radar of good Christian uh, works. And uh, if you've been watching my YouTube channel, uh, you know that we have a playlist called Conquering Codependency uh, God's Way. And if you're interested in watching all the videos, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And uh, inside my playlist, I, I'm just teaching you things that God taught me inside of my journey. And one of the most powerful things that God taught me uh, was that the enemy would come knocking back on the door of my codependency coping mechanism. And in other words, uh, as believers in Christ, when we come to Christ, uh, that salvation is a one-time experience, but sanctification, that inner healing work that God does, that's really a lifetime process. And that God can free us, uh, break us free from people-pleasing, from performance, from all those things that are wrapped up in codependency, those uh, coping mechanisms that got us involved in those unhealthy relationships. God can break us free from that, um, but because it was that area in our life where we had a weakness, the enemy knows that. And the Bible tells us that he will come back to that very area uh, that we struggled with, that he knows that this 
can be a potential uh, trigger. Luke 4.13 says this, when the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportune uh, time came. And so we see there that after Jesus uh, defeated the enemy by speaking the truth, that the enemy left him, but that he would return to tempt him again. And, and so it is uh, with codependency that you and I can gain revelation in this topic. We might leave unhealthy relationships. And if that's you, high five, awesome job. But we can falsely assume that we'll never be tempted again to find our worth and value in man, that we'll never be tempted again to find comfort in man, to soothe our soul, to get the love uh, that our soul is craving, see? And on those days and those times when you're flat out tired, um, the enemy will come and he will knock at those doors again. And much like if you were an alcoholic, an enemy would come and he would tempt you with the need to drink again. For a codependent, he might come knocking at our door again and he'll be sneaky about it. Um, but but to, to put man first, that idolatry of man, those unhealthy relationships. And see, because there is a God that loves you and there's this spiritual battle going on, God is also fighting for your heart. And one of the ways that he does that is he gives us promptings uh, through the Holy Spirit that are precautions about certain people inside of our life. Come on, I know you know what I'm talking about. Or it could potentially be, um, maybe it's not that specific person in general, but maybe it is an event that he just nudges your heart. And in this specific uh, atmosphere with these specific people that God knows for some reason that it's not meant for you to be there. And if you and I are caught up in leading our own lives in trying to be good in following the I shoulds instead of following the Holy Spirit, which is what uh, in codependency we prided ourselves on being uh, the good girl, always doing the right thing, right? And so sometimes things can get confusing for us because if the Holy Spirit prompts us to have a caution with a person or to set boundaries with a person and we say to ourselves, well, but they were really nice this one time and maybe I should just let them in a little bit. Just open up the door just a little bit. Let me tell you something. Uh, that is all that the enemy needs. And much like you would counsel somebody uh, that had struggled with an alcoholic addiction, you know, for you, um, it may not be a good idea for you uh, to go to a bar, especially if you're just now breaking free from that. So it is with a codependent that God, your Abba Father, God that knows your heart, that he knows every person and everything around you, that he may give you that prompting in your spirit to have precaution with an event or a person or whatever it may be. And inside of that moment, you and I have a choice. Are we going to follow the heeding of the Holy Spirit or are we going to follow 
uh, our feelings um, or, or guilt. Uh, because I'll tell you, for me, uh, one of the ways that the enemy would get me on that, when God would begin to caution me and prompt me after he had broken me free from codependency, a lot of the, the confusing thoughts that would come into my head, they were actually godly thoughts. And, and I would say to myself, am I, am I being too self-protective? Um, a lot of times we hear that in church, not to self-protect our hearts. And, and what I would say to that is that, you know, promptings from the Holy Spirit are never self-protection. It is your God protecting you. It is God knowing what is right for you in this season. And see, the enemy wants to open back up the door to codependency. And as codependents, we must use precaution because our open doors, they're not really that obvious, right? A lot of times it will look like rescuing or helping others. And how many of you have experienced that under the guise, the camouflage of, of codependency and of Christianity under that, that uh, true desire to want to help and to serve others, that that's what actually got you involved in, in the unhealthy situation. See, it can be camouflaged, right? By our, by our um, uh, self-imposed good works and the I should go to this event or I should not self-protect my heart. But I'm telling you something, the key to breaking free from codependency is to put God first. And closing the door to past oppression of codependency means taking precautions with people as prompted by the Holy Spirit to keep the door shut. You see, in order to stay free, you know what? That is up to me. Galatians 5.1 in the message translation says it this way. Christ has called us to live a free life. Stand firm. Don't let anybody put a harness on you again. And many times God will prompt you with people because it's not that black and white, right? Like if you uh, struggled with alcoholism, you know, you could probably know what you were not supposed to do. Don't go to bars. Don't keep alcohol in your house. Don't hang out with people maybe that drink for a while, whatever it may be. But with codependency, because it can be so camouflaged, uh, we need to be careful. And really, your creator knows. He knows what you're ready to handle. He knows how to protect you. And just like it is for different people with different struggles, there's going to be different boundaries that they need to have uh, inside of their life. And for a codependent, it is with people. And you must put God first in order to stay free. Uh, one of my favorite sayings is in order to stay free, it is up to me. And what is up to me? It's up to me to put God first. And so the enemy will come knocking on doors of past oppression. And he'll just want to open up the door just a teeny, teeny bit, just a little bit, right? Um, and, and sometimes for us, God will hit um, that, that prompting inside of our life and tell us to hit the pause button with people and to set 
boundaries. Um, and when that happens, we must listen to God wholeheartedly because closing the door to past oppression must be wholehearted. You and I must um, invite the Holy Spirit into every area of our life. I love Galatians 5, uh, 25. It says, since we are living by the Spirit, in other words, the Spirit, not another person now is my leader in my life. Let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our life. Now, I love that scripture because God really used that inside of my uh, gaining freedom from codependency to just break me free because God was now the leader in every area of my life, like the schedule that I kept, like who I was going to be around. You know what I'm saying? And so in every area of my life, I took the Lord's leadership. And if God gave me a caution about something, um, I would say no. And many times there would be feelings that would come and they would come because I was used to being guided by guilt in my life, not by the Holy Spirit. I was used to being guided by always saying yes to every good work, by never telling anybody no. That used to be my guide. And so because of that's what I was used to, I would have those feelings. But see, now there's a, there's a new leader in my life. And precautions prompted by the Holy Spirit are not self-protection. It is trusting God and putting him first. Now, recently I was talking with a woman and she said that the Lord had cautioned her from going to this uh, gathering. And it was actually um, an, an event at her church and she loved these people. They loved her. And so there, it was not just, I'm never going to come. It wasn't a situation where she was cutting the relationship off, but God gave her a caution. And she was standing firm in that, but then she reached out to me and she said, you know, I feel bad. I feel like I should go. And then she said, and I feel like I should be able to handle this now. Now, you know what I'm saying? Like I should be able to be around these people and not have it take me out. Let me tell you something. Um, and this is another thing that codependents struggle with. We love to force the fruit, right? Fruit from the Holy Spirit comes from following the Holy Spirit. You can't force fruit. You cannot force inside of your life like you are already strong enough in your faith or strong enough, you know, to be around these people or whatever it may be. You know what? You have nothing to prove, not to yourself not to other people. And you know what? Um, God doesn't want you to prove anything to him. What he wants you to do is to put him first, to give him uh, your whole uh, heart. And so when the enemy comes at you and says, you should be able to handle this situation, let go of the I shoulds and replace that with Holy Spirit promptings instead, because focusing on God and following the Holy Spirit is what produces fruit. You cannot force fruit. 
And if we are trying to get to a place, right, where we, we know who we are and we know our identity and we're like, you know what, I'll be able to handle that person. I won't, you know, fall to that narcissist. I won't, you know, we just, we just say, you know what, I should be able to handle this. You know what that is? That's pride. If the Lord has given you a prompting of a precaution for a person, and it may even be for a season, if God is your Lord, which that's the answer to codependency, then you need to listen. Luke 11, 24 and 26 um, in the message translation says this, when a corrupting spirit is expelled from someone, it drifts along through the desert looking for an oasis. Some unsuspecting soul, it can be devil. Now, let's just stop right there. Because I want to tell you in my own experience, when God broke me free, when I would have these revelations about codependency, especially the fact that all my people pleasing, all the performance, all of that was a form of idolatry. When God broke me free from that, I was so excited and I said, you know what? I'm so glad I will never struggle with this again. And really, <laughs> it's a place of pride. When we become that unsuspecting soul, when we fall back into, you know, not anymore that God dependency, and that really is when the enemy strikes. Think about it. Think about um, inside of the Bible. I think one of the times the enemy loves to strike in our life is, is after we've had a huge spiritual victory. Think about David and he had, you know, won in battle so many times and that's when the temptation um, came for Bathsheba. And so it is with you and I that God dependency is a new lifestyle that we get up every day and we say, God, I want to depend on you. That I open, literally open up my schedule every day and say, God, this day is yours. Where do you want me? And who do you want me to be around? And if there's any caution, Lord, I want to surrender. I want to be under uh, your leadership. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every area uh, of our life. Um, and then it goes on to say in that scripture in Luke, when it doesn't find anyone, it says, I'll go back to my old haunt. I'm going to go check on Eileen's doors again and see if I can knock with some uh, codependency, see if she can wants to get some comfort from people after she's had a long day. On return, it finds the person swept and dusted, but vacant, but vacant. Hold on to that for a minute. It then runs out and rounds up seven other spirits dirtier than itself, and they move in, whooping it up. That person ends up far worse than if he had never gotten cleaned up in the first place. <laughs> those are pretty, you know, those scriptures give us a big warning about how the enemy works. Now, in that um, translation, it says, um, swept, dusted, but vacant. And we must make sure 
that we fill our house, that we fill our hearts with the presence of God through intimacy with him. And again, I've said this so many times, that, that is the key to breaking free from codependency. Proverbs 27, 12 says this, a prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. The simpleton goes blindly on and suffers the consequences, taking those precautions as prompted by the Holy Spirit preserves your freedom and produces the fruit of the Spirit. See, the enemy wants to find a codependency crack inside of your life, right? And he wants to open up that door again to, to recapture your freedom. Um, and so you and I must close those doors as God directs on people. You know, the only person that deserves first place in our life is God. And when God gives us a warning about a person or an event, and we honor that, we are putting him first. And here's the other thing. It may only be for a season. God may tell you afterwards it was just for this event or just for that situation that I didn't want you around. But you know what? God is good and he knows. And in order to maintain your freedom, right? Because authentic freedom is you, you take your free will back from people, right? You take your free will back so that you can surrender it to God and put him first. You know, in God's love equation, people are not first. When we put God first and listen to those promptings of the Holy Spirit, the result is faith expressing itself in love. You, dear one, are not unloving for setting boundaries as God has prompted you. Those precautions prompted by the Holy Spirit are not self-protection. It is serving God first and trusting Him for His direction. Thanks so much for listening in. Hey, and if you haven't already, I'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast or our YouTube channel and share our channel with your friends. You know, when you do, you help Treasured Ministries to expand our reach and grow. Thanks so much for your support, and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.